people hey guys i'm Corey murray i am charlie penn and we are yes, yes girl. girl welcome back Corey. why thank you charlie penn our guest today is as equally actually she's more international than she's anybody the queen she's the queen international diva. of international bozeman st john who is back. is back and oh my god our interview with her this time was so much more special because we were in her office her fabulous her office. fabulous office in LA, in, darling. In, no in beverly hills darling oh excuse me darling mm. yes she has this huge uh poster of rapper's delight lyric yes that it was so big and so black it was so big and so black it was so amazing yes yeah, so was it we, rapper's delight it was iconic hip-hop lyric. it was hip-conic but i don't know it and may she not had have it been. framed in a giant hop hippity 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 hip-hop yeah stop, stop, that's, rock. that's not that's not rapper's delight. all right we're gonna go to the googles Ooh, Corey, no, then we'll lose our black card. My black card has been revoked so many times. <laughs> I work for the Blackest Magazine, and I am If just... I had some coffee, I would know. I would remember. But it was dope. It was dope. Furry rug, amazing decor. It Bo- was just... It was, she had... I mean, were those thrones? They're thrones. Those, they were thrones at her, her desk. It was an office fit for a queen. Yes. Bozema does not play. She is a boss in every aspect of her career, and we couldn't think of anybody more inspiring for International Women's Day. Then our boohoo reps Ghana hard for the year of the return, who's been taking everybody there. Our boo, Bozema St. John. And for the record, I just did a Googles, and it is Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. Okay, excuse me. So we me. were right. Oh, so my card's revoked. Here, take it, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was me, Boz. It was me. But Corey, you just got back from South Africa. First of all, I was a little cray-cray because I literally went for three days. Which, how did you go to Africa for three days? Well, I was invited, since you asked. Yeah, um, I, did. I was invited to the Vuv Kuko Masters Polo Tournament. Is that how you say it? No. No, uh, I mean, it might be. No, I, so apparently I'm it's, hoping you it's, it's for all of us. Some people say Vove, some people say Vuv, Vuv Kuko, but um, Vuv Kuklo. Okay. That's what I like to cool. say. And then also, there's a, a the way South Africans say it is a little bit sexier, too. Of course. But, um, but I just was like, I'm there. And then. You know, I'm just going to keep drinking champagne. But no, seriously, I was invited to that um, to cover it because it's quite beautiful. And I didn't even know they had a classic in a Vuv Coat classic in South Africa. And can I tell you, South Africans don't come to play. Oh, I know. Like they were probably like, you know, you Americans, y'all are cute and all, but this is how you really do it. I mean, the men decked out the women like I kept turning around like oh my god like at first you know you know what journalists would go like let's see the lady of the land what kind of story is gonna be and I just kept thinking this is a fashion story this is a complete fashion story and they attempted to have like a fashion moment on the field with the horses and the jockeys but it was like no it's all the people attending I saw that you were actually doing the thing that they do oh yeah the dibbit yeah the dibbit oh my god they were like doing it and I was like I know what to what do. is that about? Sorry, because I feel like we don't always know, but we just see that so whites it, do it in it the movies. It literally is because the horses are running around, and I guess their hooves yeah. kind of dig into the to the dirt, into mm. the field. So they want people to go out and then put the put it back, put it back, and, and it's, it's like, like a, a moment, and it's like their intermission. Oh, and then cute. they leave, and then you come back and watch. So you were tipsy on some champagne. I was t- first of all. Let me go back just really quickly. So I literally I was supposed to be in. Uh, Cape Town Friday evening uh-huh. no Friday afternoon I didn't get there till Saturday at 11.30 and the polo event started at 2 so I literally landed what? ran through the airport the, my driver 
rushed me to my hotel. I literally jumped in the shower, got dressed, were basically the thing that didn't require the most ironing, and then uh, jumped in a car to head out to this, um, where the polo field was, which is a good hour away. Oh my God, Corey. So yeah, so I'll admit, it was fun for the gram, but I fell asleep in the back of a convertible car. Well, it wasn't just any car. It wasn't. It you was mean, a Maserati. I was going to say, it I was was, a, it, I, y'all, go on. I know. I know y'all hating me. You're like, like, bitch, please. You just landed in South Africa as a but Maserati. I was hating really I, hard. And another small moment. So I was in the back seat. And I don't know if you guys, when you sleep, you drool. I am a big drooler. <laughs> and luckily, I had a scarf in my lap. And I was drooling so bad because I was so like the jet lag hit me right then. I have to I was knocked you, out. I think you've heard me complain about this. As I grow and get into my grown womanhood, my requirements on a plane have changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I can afford it, but I do need business class or an exit row, an aisle or, or an exit, an aisle or a window for sure. Mm-hmm. Please don't give me a middle. I can't have the last eight rows of the plane. Don't sit me in that bootleg seat by the bathroom. You know what I mean? And over six hours, I need a sedative. Like you, because it's yeah. just like you, don't you feel like a pretzel? You probably got off the plane like, wait. I was back. crazy getting off that plane. But it was beautiful. I'm glad it was, you got it to It was see great. South and I was, it was, I got to see South Africa, Cape Town. Everyone kept telling me how it, it looks like South Beach, it looks like Malibu. I'm like, it looks like all three. Like it's, I can tell why people love going there. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. And I'll be honest, the air just Girl. felt cleaner and beautiful. It was that part that was worth it. Yeah. You know, and once I got my bearings and got a good night's sleep. And you kind of feel good. like you're home. I know you yes. were there for a couple of days, but I didn't want to leave. No, I didn't. It's funny. I often, before going there, I used to joke and say, if ever I'm offered a trip to South Africa, if I brought Jillian, we would probably just live there. Oh. And I think if she was able to go, I think I would have been like, you know what? Let's stay. We're just going to stay. Why don't we plan a trip to Joburg together? Because we I both definitely want. We miss Joburg. Mm-hmm. I want you didn't, You? I thought you went to Joburg. I landed in Joburg and went to the airport and got on another plane. I was devastated. Oh, and so everybody the same kept saying thing. you got to go. But yeah. I didn't get to enjoy it. See it. I will be honest because, you know, we're talking amongst people and yeah. ourselves and family. I was shocked at the number of um, others mm-hmm. in Cape Town. Okay. I, I, and maybe I was thinking because I'm in Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Yeah. I was supposed to see us. And I was prepared for that. Yolanda has prepared as well for that because I I was like, you know, oh, OK. Yeah, no, it, that was a little shocking. Yeah, that but was you gotta little... go to the right places. And see, and I did not. I should have touched down with you. I should have touched in with you That's to okay, be like girl. where to go. But it, but but like I said on my gram, I just need to come back. You were being an international woman. That's and it's true. International. And I, I mean, come on, I was going for a master's <laughs> polo event. What was I expecting? Exactly. Yeah, and it's International but... Women's Day, Corey, and you were being international. Woman. I was international. You were being fabulous. Yes. You know, we gotta go global. Yes. So, Corey, a lot happened this week. What did I miss? Robert was acting a fool. Yo, it's funny. When I landed, <laughs> JFK, like all my text messages like came running in. And uh, Regina Robinson, our West Coast editor, she screen grabbed me the CBS News tweet about and the the look of Gail's face. Oh, my God. And his arms all crazy. Oh yeah. It looked like one of those images you see where the protesters for Black Lives Matter are are holding their own and standing strong and peaceful and the cops are guns drawn. Crazy. Like, that's what it felt like. It was Robert Kelly thought it was a good idea. We've all heard it, seen it, saw a clip to go on the news show on CBS. CBS. CBS News with our bae, Gail King. 
and try to tell his story, y'all. I literally text Regina. I said, who <laughs> approved this? Who said this was a good idea for him to do? And then his lawyer or whoever that was, his manhandler, mm-hmm. had to hold him back. You're going to get... Oh, is that that guy that <laughs> who got up? Yeah, okay. Well, what, you're holding one arm, first of all. You know what I mean? That's like the people who are like, don't hold me back, don't hold me back. And they're just pushing themselves against you. But like, what was... I don't even know what that was. It was a circus. And yes. kudos to Gail for being the consummate professional, mm-hmm. an amazing journalist. Shout out to everybody who knows that she's an amazing journalist and wasn't surprised at how well it went. Did you catch that? No, that? I didn't see that. There are people on Twitter like, oh, good job, Gail. What do you think oh, her please. job is? Do you not watch her every day or I seen her people before? I really just think she's Oprah's best friend sometimes. That is like, not the case. I realized I came down after, you know, uh, getting caught up on it. I thought to myself, I was like, oh, that's right. Gail has receipts. Lots of receipts. Receipts as a journalist. She's an award-winning journalist. I love how she pushed them. She was like, dude, you're lying. Yeah. And then, then when he was losing it, she was like, Robert. Robert. You know, I've been saying <laughs> it on the show. Robert Kelly. We don't get to call him R. Kelly. That's his stage persona. That's the legend. Yes. We're addressing the man. Now, I didn't see the full interview, but the thing that I, I mean, I had no love for him, but the thing that really just irritated me when he said, which camera I look at, which camera? I was like, motherfucker, stop, stop, stop. stop." With them crocodile tears. Sir, are you, I can't believe he's trying to make it about us. Like we're bullying him. (sighs) (sighs) I will say this though. I'm so happy Mm -hmm. that he's hurting and crying like this. Because that means it's working, y'all. It is. Ladies. Keep it fighting. Is. It's working. That's all I have to say. Good. Bye, Robert. <laughs> now, something I did, something else happened this week while I was gone. What? Um, Miss Solange. Yes, Solange gave us a Black History Month ending, Women's History Month beginning <laughs> gift, exactly at midnight on February 28th, which was her new album. Did you catch that? I did. Right on the line. Yes. That was so intentional. I love it. I hate, I haven't seen the movie yet. That she did to go along with it. You know, I haven't either because yeah. I've just been really. I mean, that's interesting because it's like you know we both want to, mm-hmm. but it's just been that kind of week. Yeah, no, I was like, my Wi-Fi in uh, sometimes in Cape Town was not. But I'm gonna working. curl up to it yes. this weekend yeah. and really get into the visuals because mm-hmm. I hear that they're epic. But the album, what do you think of the album? I loved it. I did love it. I was listening vibe. to it. Um, it was funny. I was writing one of my stories and uh, the housekeeping came in and I was like, well, I'm writing. I'm Got my music playing. And they were all like, I could see that they it's were vibing to it too. So I love it. I love it. To me, and I don't mean this as shade. I mean it as a compliment. It actually feels like one song. You know how yeah, you're right. Yes. Do, what out? Mama's Gun? Which one was it? The Like the one with Orange Moon on it? There was like an album where you could just, mm-hmm. if you let it all play, you almost can It did can. go together. Yeah. Yes. I was like, come on, Solange. Mm-hmm. And the more I listen to it, the more I enjoy it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to find my way through it. Mm-hmm. I really want it to again. But I love that. I love an album I can play from start to finish. And I haven't had one since Rihanna's Anti for me. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But I don't know. Did you have one? Like, you know, the one where you actually just press play and don't skip anything, Corey? You got to have one. No, I have some. But I, I, I almost am sitting here like I have too many. Oh, well, to be quite good. honest. Okay. I don't like, well, you know what? That's yes, you, too. Yes. That yes, you love yes, a good, good yes. album. But for me, I'm a little, you know, I shop, you know, a la carte with my hits. <laughs> but Solange's album, I just keep playing it and vibing. So thank you, Solange, for that gift for Women's History Month. And speaking of Women's History Month, we had an unexpected. New moment in black social media history. What? The moment the Smiths told the Kardashians <laughs> to have a seat and all of black Twitter said, yes, ma'am. 
Let me tell you something. Did you see Red Table Talk? I saw Red Table Talk. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you where and how I saw it. I was thankful for my trip to Cape Town, but I had a hellish experience getting to Cape Town Aww. just because a flight got canceled. I had to get on another flight. I had to do a crazy ass layover in Dubai. They were trying to put me in Cape Town after the event that I was supposed to go to. So all that to say, I had to hustle and make this flight. But there was a delay. Corey. And I sat there in this little cafe <laughs> in the airport. And got your whole life, didn't you? And got my whole life. People walking by like, what is she? Because I was sitting here like looking at my my um my computer screen like, I'm going to watch this whole interview. Jordan and it was Woods. amazing. Jordan Woods. I had a whole new respect for her. Me too. And it, it made me have a whole new respect for, not to cut you off, so for the Smiths because they were like, oh no, we know, I've known you since you were a baby. Mm-hmm. Your father worked on, on the Fresh Print. I was just like, and we didn't know that. that. Who knew that? No one knew. They they swooped in and protected this ble- beautiful young black yes. woman who was 21. She's a baby. Please. From the life ending machine mm-hmm. career ending machine that is the kardashian yes. jenner fan yeah. base yeah people were sending her and her family death threats and she was feeling like she couldn't go on and she was nothing because they decided to shame her and the smiths were like oh hold my beer mm-hmm. you want to you you want to see power <laughs> i love do you guys understand what this stood for because everyone feels like everybody's powerless to the Kardashians, right? Nope. Like their their PR and press machine just if they mm-hmm. say it, it's, it's scripture. The Smiths were like, mm, no, we got you, and we got you, boo. Not coming for this young black woman nope. over some bullshit, bullshit. I'm because sorry. it's I'm sorry, Tristan sounds like a fuck boy. Yes, and guess what? Even if she did, she's 21 years old. I can't even talk. Let's think about the mistakes we make at that oh, age. I don't even think about it. You make mistakes. Sometimes you've kissed, a, I don't know, people kiss a friend's boyfriend, do other things. I'm not saying it's right, but it's not worthy of death threats, career ending, business nope. ending, public shaming. And this boy what? already had instances like this, right? He already had tendencies Girl, to do this. How you get him is how you lose him all day, every day. Come mm. on, Chloe. What were you thinking? Whew. But you know what? It worked because Will and Jada wrapped and covered Jordan Woods. They, they amplified her story, which mm-hmm. is exactly how you use a platform like Red Table Talk. That was brilliant. And then what I thought was magical is it worked. Chloe Kardashian apologized. When I saw that, I said, well, hey, now. She did? She went on Twitter and said, you know what? Oops. It's not Jordan's fault. It's Tristan's, which was the right answer. It was from the beginning. From the very beginning. But I don't know if she ever would have said it if it were not for Mother Jada. Thank you, Mother Jada. And Father Will. Because they literally silenced the Kardashians' bullshit with truth. They didn't even have to say that's just, what they were doing. It's probably just a matter of time. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. I'm so, really... I mean, I'm so happy they're on our cover this month. Yes, our cover star. Yes. And this is why, because it's the innovation and disruption issue. And it's really all about, that's what they're doing. Yep. They're disrupting the idea of the talk show as we knew it. Mm-hmm. People didn't even know this was a story when they were booking Jordan. They said, no, this is something we need to talk. Don't you love that? It was a story yes. in a different way. Yes. But this story that they, the narrative of like, you won't do this to this young black woman. Nope. What? I don't they think him and them saw it coming. They didn't see it. Chris Jenner called everybody. <laughs> okay. So this week was delicious. We did a rundown. Corey, is there anything else we missed? Mm, no, I think that's it. I'm still catching up on things. Our Essence Fest lineup is out. Yes. We hope everybody's as excited as we are. Um, Missy! <laughs> Who are you excited for, Corey? <laughs> I am excited for Missy. I'm also excited for her. I'm excited for Neo. I'm excited about the DeVito. Super Round. DeVito. Oh, you know I love a DeVito. Vanessa e. MD. Like, I'm about to get my whole, like, 
um, Afrobeat life. It's very global. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love that. I love that. So, you guys, it as you know, it is International Women's Day, and this is Women's History Month, and we are always talking about random acts of sisterhood and kindness. That's what this show is all about, is love and sisterhood. So, Corey, what kind of random acts of sisterhood are you going to be doing to uplift her, you know, women this month? Do you have you, anything planned? You know what? There's something that... Um, has I've seen Yolanda do over the course of the years and I realized that I need to do more of it is give other women compliments I see on the mm. streets. Uh, I've been doing it here and there, but I really, I think for Women's History Month, I think I want to try and do it at least once a day. Like stranger strangers. Like stranger strangers. Like, uh, yes, it's kind of like, no, just... yeah, no, it's kinda, I love, that was my favorite part of Amanda Seals <laughs> stand up. She's like, I see you polka dots. Yes. So I want to, um, I want to do that more. That's my random act of sisterhood that I want to do because that, those that. little things Makes you smile. Like, just just little, little things. Um, yeah, that's what I want to do. I love How about that. you? Well, you know, I have a lot of, you know, we work here and we're blessed in that we get a lot of samples and different things that come across our desk, issues, opportunities, uh, lip gloss, you know, all kinds of things. And I'm always carrying a giant bag of that kind of stuff home, back and forth and shuffling mm-hmm. it. The other day, I just thought, like, what if I just start going up to sisters? Like, here, boo, mm-hmm. try this new lip mm-hmm. gloss. You look gorgeous today. Mm-hmm. I got it for free at work. I love you. Bye. You look amazing. You know, like, I just want to be like... Pat, pay that forward. Yes. So black women, we kind of always do the the like, hey boo, like the nod and the smile. Mm-hmm. But then I sometimes you just want to like interact. Yeah, like I always want to be like, here's a, a copy of Essence. <laughs> like you know, just spreading black girl magic, like black girl magic Santa. That's what Ooh. I want to be. I want to just be like black girl I'm magic. Charlie Pan over here, black weird? girl magic. No, it's not. You know, or a hug is great too. Yeah. But I just want to be like, hey boo, you yeah, know, I had this great go. candle. It smells amazing. You like you might be into that. Have have it. Can I tell you? Am I uh, weird? No, you're not. I, an outfit. I once went to an event last year, um, <laughs> and I got a gift bag. And I was holding a, a really nice water bottle, one of those swell water bottles. Yeah. And this black girl came to me. She said, can I have that? And it was something about the way she asked me kind of threw me off. And I was just like, damn, girl, it's my bag. But I realized when I got home, I had the exact same one in the gift bag. And I was like, I should have just gave it to her. See, exactly. I was hoarding this thing. But I, and every now and then it, it makes me I think back to that moment. Like, I should have just gave her. You know what I bottle. do? I often do. When we go travel out of town, like you said, we uh-huh. end up with a gift bag. And I always have my bag, TSA to the limit max, yes. on the weight. I'm always like, why am I stuffing extra stuff home I don't need? So I always leave whatever was in the gift bag, like the hair products. Oh, in the hotel, I do leave that. in the hotel, but I write yeah. a note. Yes. And I say, here's a little black girl magic. Yeah. I, I just do that. Like, it's for you. Mm-hmm. Give it to whoever. I've done that. You do, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, don't throw it away. No. But anyway, okay, you guys, tell us your random acts of sisterhood this month. What are you going to do to support women, black women, all women? All women. Your sisters across the globe. What are you going to do? Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Tell us how you're going to share some love. Speaking of sharing the love, you all know there's no one we love more on the show than our co-host, Yolanda Sanguini. Right, Corey? That is so right. Yopra. If you didn't know, that was Yolanda and Oprah. That was a moniker that we gave her. Combined. And Yoprah, I mean, if, if anything that Yoprah has taught me is about going into new spaces. New rooms. And new rooms, what she talked about. And that's something Yolanda has done. She's in now in new rooms. And she's not dead, y'all. We're not saying that because we feel like we want to be like, in the upper, upper room. room. <laughs> but... <laughs> And if Yolanda was there, she would do it much better. But you will no longer hear Yolanda's voice on Yes Girl. But you will hear her in this beautiful montage that we have of her best Yopra moments. We're going to miss her, and we know you will too. But let's just enjoy a few more of our Yolanda-isms one more time. 
trickeration and shenanigans. This is Yolanda. Yolanda girl. Jelly. <laughs> oh, nobody's ever called me Yolanda before. That's oh. cute. What did I, how did I say it? You oh. said Yolanda. Oh. That's kind of cute. All right. That could be a good nickname. New nickname. Corey Travante. What's up? What's up? It feels so good to read these receipts. What the guan? What the guan? Uh, the tea for the week. The, the tea, tea for the week. The tea for the week. Tea for the week. Yolanda. Yes, girl. Okay. Mother Oprah. What are you going to do with Mama O? Mama O? Me and Mama O? Yes. And my 2019, um, one of my many goals was to be in hashtag new rooms. My girlfriends. That it was Yolanda Sanguini setting the mood <laughs> for the conversation. <laughs> Yes, right away. Awesome Buzz, Hinchon is back, you guys. <laughs> Welcome back. back. Yes, girl. One Yay. of our all-time favorite episodes Thank on the you. show. You came before that is and gave so us nice. a word. Yes. Ooh, okay. You but, changed that. But Charles, oh. seriously, stop. I need to know how you got Boris and Idris. Right. And Ghana. That's <laughs> You know, I lo- you know I love you. Step one. Step but I need one. to get like right. Let's get right to it. Let's yeah, get right, right to, to it. it. Okay, well, what happened was, um, <laughs> see, Boris and I are friends. We've been friends. And his father is Ghanaian. Yes. And so he had memories of his childhood in Ghana, you know, trips Mm -hmm. to visit family, et cetera. Uh, But he hadn't really spent a lot of time there as an adult. And I have. And so when we met and realized that, you know, there were obviously common, some commonalities, um, ways in which we could really have a good time uh, together with our families in Ghana, we just made up our minds to go and hang out. I was already going to go for Christmas and New Year's. That was um, December of 2017. I'd actually met the president of Ghana in November of that year. Mm -hmm. I received an award with the Africa America Institute and the president. Thank you. And the president of Ghana was also receiving an award in that same ceremony on behalf of the people of Ghana. And so while accepting my award, I spoke in our native tongue, you know, to much applause. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, and he was enamored and said we should meet up when I came to Ghana next. And I was like, in fact, I'll be there next month See with, you my, soon. with my friends. <laughs> right. And friends, plural. Yes. Plural. Plural. People, how friends, many people you friends. brought on this epic trip? Ooh, so let's see. Uh, fast forward a full year later with lots of just word of mouth, just telling people. Yeah. Um, I did step out on faith and reserved about... 40 rooms or so at my favorite hotel in Ghana. Not um, one for us. Though. That's okay. But you know we'll what? Next trip. Next trip. Next trip. Next trip. Go ahead. Okay. Continue. Okay. Y'all continue and there won't be a, a room for you. Okay. I don't, I don't want to get so threatening on this lovely, wonderful sisterhood. Wonderful but okay. Any case. Uh, but it was, you know, really a, a faithful jump. Yeah. And we started telling people and you know what? I don't know if I fully thought that, everybody would show up, right? Because right. you get a yeah. lot of people who are like, yeah, yeah, girl, I'm gonna come. Yeah, I'm there. What? My room? Yes. In fact, give me three. You know, and then you're like, you know, the and trip comes don't. and people are like, oh, so, you know, uh, so that work thing that I have to do, you know, people drop out of things all of the time. Yeah. And I just felt like, you know, for all of the inconsistencies about the narrative of Africa that anybody would find any excuse, 
right? Yeah. I don't know. Ebola's still running around. <laughs> I can't find my visa. Zika, Zika virus, I don't know something. why. Something would be up and popping. Uh, Meanwhile, a hundred and four people showed up. People showed up. You guys flooded the internet yes. with images. Correct. Oh it was fantastic. In, in the way I would say, we pepped them. <laughs> pepe. Hot pepe. Yes. 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 All over the internet. And yeah. now with Correct. it being the year of the return, tell yeah. us a little bit more what that's about. Because it's really just about everybody coming home. Yes, right? that's right. So again, the president of Ghana was the one who initiated. He went to the United Nations, yeah. uh, proposed essentially a decree that 2019 would be the year of return, marking 400 years of the beginning of the transatlantic slave trade. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little known date, which of course is terrible. So we yeah. should all know this date, which Absolutely. is August 20th, 1619 was the first date that a captured African uh, was recorded in Jamestown, Virginia. And I am specific in saying a captured African, not a slave. Yes. Uh, because these were people. Mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters and doctors and nurses and politicians and chiefs and cooks and seamstresses. Yeah. These were people who were living their full lives who were captured. Mm -hmm. And that first person was legally recorded on August 20th, 1619 uh, and recorded in Jamestown, Virginia. Now, what is really interesting is that there's actually a Jamestown in Ghana, too. And so wow. we are orchestrating a Jamestown to Jamestown return. Oh, that's powerful. Wow. Yes, that's right. Well, we're going to be there for that. Yeah. That's enough <laughs> time for us to get our lives together. together. We have yeah, get yourselves together. And speaking of powerful, Bose, <laughs> what we love about you is everything that you do has so much impact. Mm. You came before and talked about living fearless, yes. being fearlessly, and yes. really, I think, inspired so many of us to go and just go for it. And what we wear to work, how we act at work, the jobs we go for. Okay, tell them. You know what I mean? And you look at all that you've done since you came to visit <laughs> us. It's been so exciting. So I just, I need to know, like, how does one wake up and live a completely mm. fearless life? Because oh, you man. don't just do it in the workplace. No. And you know what? I don't know that it's um, just innate. It's practice. Mm, it is practice. You know, in that I do have to talk to myself. Yeah. While that sounds crazy and while the affirmations may seem maybe pithy or cliche, yeah. I strongly believe in self-affirmation. Mm -hmm. I Hype mean, yourself. Hype yourself. oh, absolutely. There is not a morning, okay, that I don't look at myself, regardless of how I feel, by the way, mm -hmm. and tell myself how amazing I am in the mirror before I walk out that door. Love it. Uh, even today, this casual Wednesday. You this, know is casual. Casual. this is casual. Casual, 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 casual Wednesday, okay? Fantastic. And I looked at myself and I was like, God damn, you're good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, even in beige, girl, you still rock it. Give it you to know, the people. You're giving us, you're giving us diamonds, okay. pearls, pearls, nails, yes. nails, yes. honey, queens. All Look, of it. Air drops, like, yeah. Everything, okay? But it is practice. You know, we I walk out it. into the world, especially as black women, and there's enough subconscious, mm -hmm. sometimes inconscious, unconscious. <laughs> 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 All of the uh, detrimental messages that we receive yeah. that tell us that we're not great, that we're not pretty, that we're not fierce, that we're not, we're not, we're not. Exactly. And so for me, the self-affirmation, which is required in my life, mm -hmm. that way I can walk into rooms boldly and feel like my ideas are worthy. Mm -hmm. You know, even prepping for a meeting before I go in, you know, of course, doing my 
walk around yes. to make sure I have my fans around to come into the meeting with me, you know? <laughs> and by fans, that's not casual. But by the way, that's not casual either. You mm-hmm. know, that's yeah. essentially going to people that you know are going to have a word about what you're about to say yes. and making sure that you understand what that thing is before you get in there, either convincing them of your point of view or of understanding what the disagreement is going to be so you have your argument ready. Yeah. And then walking into the room knowing that I am best prepared for that meeting is absolutely practice. It's not accidental at all. And it's not something that I take for granted or pretend is just by way of nature. Yeah. You know, some of it is nurture and practice. You know what? On the March issue, you close out our issue. With a word. With a word. Ooh. With a word. It's phenomenal. <laughs> and reading it, I was telling Charlie this. What I love the most is when you said... And I, I know it came at a sad time, and when mm-hmm. your your husband passed away, mm-hmm. you learned to live urgent, urgently. Yes, yes. there's right. something about that. You were like, I have to live urgently. Yes. Talk to me about talk to us about Please. that. And yeah. then also, did that lead you now? Because pretty soon we're going to see you in front of the camera. Okay? Yes, your yes. own yes. TV yes. show. Yes, Congrats. yes, yes. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, living urgently definitely came out of that moment. You know mm-hmm. the the. Really impetus for it was that my husband was diagnosed with cancer in May of 2013, and by December he was dead, mm-hmm. which was only six months. I mean, it was just, it was okay. absolutely shocking and devastating. The words that I would use to describe it are probably not sufficient for mm-hmm. the impact on our lives. Mm-hmm. My daughter was four. You know, I was at the height of my career or felt like the height of my career at right. the time. Yeah. And it just felt like everything was going great, you know? And then here comes this horrible disease. Uh, that decides to just rip our lives apart. And I realized in that time that we really don't know how long we have, Mm -hmm. you know? And again, while that might sound pithy and cliche, because we all say that, right? Carpe diem, you know, live for today, live our full lives. Like, you know, we say these things, but we don't act these things. You know, it's like we we do make the five-year plans to say, in five years, I'm going to, why? Why do you do that? And you also talk about that. You basically threw your yeah. plan out oh, of the window. I threw it all the way out the window. Because the thing yeah. is, it makes us lazy. Mm-hmm. makes us complacent. Mm-hmm. And so you start thinking, I have time for that. No, you don't. You don't, actually. None. And by the way, why not do it right now? That way you have more time to do other things. You have time to do more. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like when you clean your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have a whole house to clean and you start out in the kitchen and eh. You know, you do a little bit here and you sit down, have a little snack. You do a little more, you call your girlfriend. Guilty. You know what I'm saying? Like, Guilty. you reached the end of the day and you all you did was clean the kitchen. And you never That's get all there. You did. You but, never... like, if you concentrate, clean that kitchen urgently, you could probably then get to the bedroom and yeah. get to the bathroom the and, you know, maybe attempt your closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just feel so much more accomplished. So, for me, I'd rather have the full, tidy house as compared to my neighbor who only got through the kitchen. Like, I'm going to have a complete house by the time I'm done with this life. And I think there's something really... I know. Can we? Oh, my God. Where's the gem? But also, what's really speaking to my heart right now, which you so often do, is this idea of turning a tragedy into trajectory. Mm. Because... Come on, Charlotte. Okay. 
Keywords. We're not having each other so much. I love you. Too, okay, baby. right. But that's what you know what I mean. Like we yeah. usually lay down mm. and just have to like really lick our wounds or cuddle up with ourselves and try to yeah. heal. Yeah. Or you can just take off. Yeah. From there. Yeah. Yeah. And really, you know, and that is so hard. Yeah. But it's so important. It truly is. Yeah. It truly is. Now I'm not at all going to pretend like there aren't days and times when you need to lay down. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because that's part of also our self-care, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. for black women. We take on so much and then the world expects us, expects us to be so strong. Our families expect us to be strong. Our work expects us to be yeah, strong. And yeah. so then we pretend as if the hurt isn't there. Yeah. I don't want to pretend as if the hurt isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. The hurt is there. And so mm-hmm. we should take care of that and nurture it and be attentive to it, honor it. Uh, but it doesn't have to defeat us. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to stay down. And so for me, again, sometimes these things, they sound like words on a T-shirt. But, it's, but true. it's true that we have to put them into practice. And so some days I do feel defeated. Mm-hmm. You know, like in December uh, was five years since my husband has you passed should, away. Yeah. And it, it was a very heavy anniversary for me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like every year comes and I think, oh, my gosh. You know, if he was still alive, we would have done and we could have done and did it. You know, and yeah. grief has a way of making you do that all the time. The things that you would have done or yeah. could have done or by this point we would have been. Yeah. It makes you regretful of, of life. Yeah. And I felt it so heavily that, wow, five years have passed. You know, my daughter has lived half her life already without her father. My yeah. God, how did yeah. we get here? Right. Yeah. You know, like the things that I have done in my own career have eclipsed anything that I could have dreamt of even then five years ago. And I'm tired of carrying that heavy cloak of Mm -hmm. widowhood. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And I had to recognize that even in the midst of all of the celebration of life and people high fiving me for the show and ooh, your new brand new shiny job and ooh, Instagram, what's she wearing today? You know, and what event is she going to now? And look, she's hanging out with Anthony Anderson. You know, like all these (laughs) things. Exactly. Right. To your your life. You know? Yeah. But but I had to recognize and realize that what I have been carrying is now too heavy for my life. And then I have to lay it down. A cloak. That visual. Yeah. I I take I took it off. We have, I was like, oh take it off. And you've yeah. impacted a lot of women. And I know mm. that now when I know they're in your dance, I know you see <laughs> them and they want to hug you. And I know you get a lot of testimonies. Am I right? Yes, it's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. How does that yeah. feel? And what do you tell um, them? You know, I'm always surprised by it. Yeah. I have to be honest. I'm always surprised because I feel like this is my story and my mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's it's shocking to me that it touches other people. Or that anybody else feels this way. Yeah. I guess maybe you could look at it and say, well, duh, we are all human and we all feel certain things, similar things. We have empathy. Yeah. Um, but I am surprised, mm-hmm. you know, when women or men come up to me and share whatever experience they're having. Sometimes we cry together. <laughs> that's important. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a real thing. Because, listen, I'll cry on cue, man. Like, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be ready. Okay. I'm like, don't, don't tell me a story. I'll be in tears. Eyelash will fall off the whole thing. So <laughs> it's it it's really, but it's a blessing. Mm. You know, what a blessing that we're able to share what our hurts are, what our triumphs are, to give people hope and aspiration. Because yeah. again, for me, I feel that 
I, I actually don't agree with that statement that says, you know, you can't see, you can't be unless you can see it. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. People like to say, about, I don't like know. that statement, right? You don't? No, because I feel like a lot of us haven't seen it before. Yeah. What's to stop us from being? You can still it? do it. That's yeah. a good point. Absolutely. And so for me, I take on the mission then of that, that like you should see me and try to be what I'm doing, but surpass it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I, I just happen to be on this rung or in the, ether somewhere but i'm not the goal you know and so when i'm interacting and i get those type of responses i'm like girl you better go on you know i'm not the destination for sure you know and by the way my life right now is not the destination for me right so i'm moving too (laughs) we on a rocket ship (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, let's keep going okay (laughs) anybody slowing down here (laughs) let's go this way yeah let's keep going so i'm i'm always inspired then when I get the testimonies or somebody stops me in an airport or, you know, says like, oh, I saw you. I saw your Instagram. You did. You know, I love it so much because it makes me feel like, yeah, OK, yeah, I'm inspired, too. Let's go get them. Let's keep going. Let's do this together. Yeah, it feels really good. But I do think there's like thousands of women out there who wear their pink outfits to the boardroom <laughs> and their braids and all of those things because you okay. said, girl, I did it. You know? Yes. And I appreciate that, too. Right. Because we all need that kind of encouragement, even just now with the two of you, like, you know, hyping each other up. (laughs) I mean, how good does that feel, though, when you walk in to an environment and you out of the corner of your eye, you hear somebody, girl, you just did that. Okay, you know, like you feel excited because, you know, that somebody appreciated whatever you got going on. And by the way, it's not always superficial. Sometimes it's in your thoughts or your actions. Yeah, I'm very inspired when I come out of a meeting and somebody's like, that that idea. Woo, man. <laughs> that was that was one for the record books. Yeah. And maybe it didn't get approved or picked right. or whatever, but I'm still happy that you appreciated it. So I am I am also inspired when women see what I'm doing and give me a little bit of the girl, you look good today. That outfit though. <laughs> Mm. Those earrings. Yes. Girl. earrings. Yes. I see you. Where, yeah. Where did you get those pants? Yes. And speaking you know? of, before we go, I see you office. I see, okay. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> Look. Hello. Can we take a moment? Yeah. Hello. What? This you is know? that bows all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm living. I'm living the truth, man. It's yes. Badass. Just you know. Like you, and yes. Because we, we got the original lyrics. You know, to one of our Classics. most historic hip hop yeah. rap songs. Of on all the time. Because I want people to walk into this office and know exactly who they're dealing and with. And it's big yes. as hell. Like, it's like, yes. you will not miss Exactly. This. And by the way, there's a message in there, right? I said, a hip hop. Okay? The hippity. The hippity to the hip. Yes. I said. Okay? I love it. Exactly. So you better come in it. here and speak my language. Or else. Yeah, don't come in here speaking anybody else's. This is my office. And that's how we get it yes. done. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you office. so much. I Thank love you. you. I love you. Thanks to our guest, Bozma St. John. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes, yes Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zant, and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More and more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram and at Man Wife Dog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. 
Love ya. Talk to you soon.